everybody. Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudland, and as always, joined by the two greatest co-hosts in the world. You we have first kicking us off, Mr. Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, sir? Man, I'm doing good. Excited uh, to talk about Teachers of Dumbledore. Um, you know, glad to be back. It feels like it's been a while, so glad to uh, talk about the movie with you guys. Absolutely. And also joined by Mr. Brandon. How are you, sir? Man, I am good. It, like Zach said, it's 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 good to be back. Um, it, it feels like because like we took a week off last week because we just did not have time to just coordinate uh, <laughs> recording. So it, it just feels like forever since we recorded, even though we literally just did it a week and a half ago. <laughs> so yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be talk. It's good to be talking another movie with you guys. Uh, yeah, Phoenix, yeah. how are you doing, buddy? Man, I am superb. Uh, really, uh, to the full extent of that word. Uh, we, we just posted our uh, Film Cove Film Awards, our second annual. And um, so super excited about that. We have been off for a week and it feels like, you know how they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. I was like, man, I really missed you guys. <laughs> like We got a, got a couple movies coming out that uh, we're gonna discuss in the next coming weeks. And uh, yeah, so really exciting stuff, man. And and uh, Zach mentioned it. We are talking about Fantastic Beasts and The Secrets of Dumbledore. This is the third film in the uh, Fantastic Beasts franchise, the 11th film in the Wizarding World uh, realm of stories. I am really actually very excited to talk about this movie. Uh, so before we dig deep, and, and everything i want to ask a question to to both of you because you both i believe are harry potter fans no. or no no zach is not okay <laughs> what well, yeah i mean like okay i i watch harry potter am i like a super fan of it no i'm not i'm not i'm not a super fan of harry potter <laughs> okay i'm not I'm, I'm not a super fan by any means i love the movies though Loving the movies and being a fan are two different yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love the movies. And, okay, hold on. <laughs> let, let me you rephrase this. any Harry Potter merchandise? No. Okay, you're not really a fan that much. <laughs> then, to be honest, I mean, like... Wait, 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 wait. I do. I do own some Harry Potter merch. I'm a chocolate frog. Yeah, but yeah I would <laughs> never own that. Any, 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 no matter what, I would never own that. Anyway, <laughs> and... Uh, no, yeah, I'm not a fan, really. I mean, they're fun movies. I grew up watching them. Um, yeah, I do. I will always watch them. But am I someone who gets super wrapped up into the Harry Potter world? No, I'm not. <laughs> like, they're great. No, don't get me wrong. They're great. They're great movies. Um, they're a lot of fun. But as far as, like, anything, me, like, getting, like, super attached to anything that happens in them, no. Like, I just... <laughs> Like, yeah, well, that that to me is like where Marvel and Star Wars take place. Harry right. Potter's great, but it's it's just it's not that for me. If that makes sense, yeah, that does make sense. And, and funnily enough, Zach is actually kinder than I am because <laughs> yeah. I I personally think at least half of the Harry Potter movies are some of the worst things ever done. So you make fun. And, uh, I, I hate bad stories. That's all. And like, like so. 
I'm like, I'm not only am I not a fan, I'm like, I'm like, even even on the series itself, I'm like, eh, you can leave it. Yeah, like I can take it or leave it. And so, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, exactly. So, like yeah, I said, I I'm much that, harsher. But... Like, <laughs> I'm much harsher. And it's, Brandon... better the the... it's better than the Lord of the Rings franchise. No, oh, it isn't. This is. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it, it is. really is not. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it can't be. It, it absolutely can't be. Uh, but before we go off on that, <laughs> so I'm just curious, what are your thoughts going into Fantastic Beasts 3 after the first two Fantastic Beasts films? Where was your expectation, Brandon? All right, so that's a really good question, actually, because um, the first Fantastic Beasts film was great. I saw um, and then uh, Crimes Grindelwald came around. I watched it. It was all right. Nothing special. Nothing too great. I think I gave that one two and a half. That's fair. And then so and then they recasted Johnny Depp because, you know, everything going uh, happening and uh, I team Johnny Depp all the way. Um, Just going to put that out there now. Um, but yeah, His like, text messages were disturbing, but we're not going to talk about. <laughs> oh. No, not at all. Uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, they recast him with Mads Mikkelsen, so I'm like, all right, let's see how he does. And honestly, going into this, I feel like Mads Mikkelsen should have played Grindelwald the entire time. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like Johnny Depp, he did good, but Mads Mikkelsen just. He should have been at the entire time. <laughs> uh, for our audio listeners, both Zach is shaking his head no, and I'm nodding my head yes. So just so you know where we're at. Uh, <laughs> Zach, what about you? Yeah, um, I mean, expectations going in. I was really expecting this to be kind of, not going to lie, um, like I was expecting this to be, I don't know, more like it was action. It, there was some some good action scenes in it, but it just felt like it was coming up short for me. And the story, I feel like, especially in this one, just kind of drags on. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I would have much rather seen Johnny Depp play Grindelwald. Um, I don't like the total character. Like, they didn't even do his anything the same. Like, it was it was just like, oh, this has been Grindelwald the whole time. It's like, <laughs> no, that's not the case. Because <laughs> I'm so confused at first. Like, I didn't realize that they had switched him out. And yeah. uh, so, like... The opening scene, I'm like, is that like, who is like the minister, minister of magic? Like, who's, who's he, who's he sitting down oh. with? And I'm like, and I was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. See, no. see, I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't know about that. So that was much of a huge culture shock for you to be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Keep Johnny That's... Depp, please. Please, God, keep Johnny Depp. I wish Johnny Depp was in this. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I mean listen, as someone who re- who came into the wizarding world pretty late, um, 
the first Fantastic Beast film I thought was pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it, yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. You actually, still gave it a three and a half star. That's that's I, really I, cool for a three. I, and a half. Opinion, I actually really like the second one. I think that was my Oof. favorite. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an unpopular opinion yeah I, I wish i could agree no like crimes of grindelwald i'm pretty much i'm pretty much in agreement with everyone on that like you yeah, i mean I like yeah. that's a that's a that's an opinion not everyone agrees with, yeah so. like i mean it's a fine it's okay i'll put it like that it's okay but it does hurt a lot of like the steam for that franchise like Knowing knowing that you were getting more, I guess, helps. But yeah, if I if I had seen it when it came out, I would have been very disappointed. <laughs> like, very disappointed. But it's okay. It's not the greatest. Um, but my hype level for, for Secrets of Dumbledore was actually pretty high. I was like, you know, I love Mads Nicholson. Like, I love him as an actor. He's he's a fantastic actor. So I was really excited for that course i'm like i'm sort of in agreement with zach like kind of wish johnny depp had kept the role just to you know finish out his his story oh don't get me wrong like i mean had uh, like don't get me wrong like i i would have loved johnny depp to finish it out yeah but i mean but with 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 the circumstances given it's unfortunate that this happened because of how like things turned out i'll say that Right. right with with him and amber heard recently but yeah. with all things considered the recast i think it worked oh yeah and yeah. And, and i really i really love matt man he, he's he's fantastic and 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 i liked him in this role like like if he had started in this role okay it would have been amazing like it would have been no, a great no, no 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 let's not go <laughs> let's not go that far i i like I'm so sorry. If you would have started in this role, it would have made me feel a little bit better, but it would not have been amazing. I I prefer Johnny Depp way more in this role than him. Okay, I mean, I mean there's that... a lot, there there were a lot of lines in this film that I don't think of. I, I think that Johnny Depp being as eccentric as he is portraying this character is what makes Grindelwald. So to me, to see someone, let I mean, let's okay, yes, okay, and. Well, are we gonna? We're not really fully in the spoilers just yet, right? No, not yet. No, not yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna explain why I'm upset <laughs> about this in a second. So we'll 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 get into that. Okay. But like, yeah, going into it, I was really excited. Um, I I I like the casting of Mads. Um, I was like, I don't know. Like, I really like the Fantastic Beasts. Uh, franchise like they're they're planning on doing five i really hope they do all five because I, I like the first one was great this film i really enjoyed so there's promise here and so i'm kind of hoping they do more and um for the most part i really enjoyed this movie so that's all i gotta say we're we're itching to get to spoilers so <laughs> let's let's go ahead and break that seal Let's do it. All right, Zach, you, you, you got something on your chest, man. Why don't you why don't you kick us off? <laughs> okay. 
I liked how eccentric Johnny Depp was. The hair and makeup for him is Grindelwald. I love all of that. My my problem is with this is him coming into it. Like I know that I listen. I know Johnny Depp is a straight white man. I get it. <laughs> I I understand he is right. But if you're gonna do a character that's supposed to show. Um, you know, more so representation of a community, the gay community. Like, why do we have to make it look like the straightest old white man possible? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's get be real. Like, I'm sorry. If you're going to go that route, why are we doing this? Johnny Depp could have portrayed that way better with his over-the-top personality, I know they're not not everyone is like that in the community, and I get that. But I just feel like it's misrepresenting them so poorly. Like they could have gone any freaking route with Grindelwald. Like I I just I can't deal with it. I I it just bothers me so much. Like I I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Phoenix over there is just out of it man oh my god <laughs> i just i can't believe that's your complaint but i think it's i think it's hilarious but <laughs> no i mean i'm serious though it, it, it makes me upset that they went that route with it it's like okay so we're gonna show more representation in your films but he's gonna look like the straightest old white guy pop. I just, like like I just, I mean, I mean, know. okay. <laughs> I mean, and here's the thing, though. Here's why I'm kind of giving it a pass because you know, Mads wasn't originally attached to this franchise, right? He really had to step in and do this story at the tail end, right? So, like, but, okay, but here's here's my issue: is they they went from this really like high fashion you know, over-the-top character. And then he's gay. They they talk about him being gay after he's turned into this really old straight white man. Like, I'm, I, like, I mean, why? I get, why? like, yeah, I, I get what you're why saying. Why is the hair I, and makeup I, so boring? Why is, why is <laughs> any of that, why, okay, so now you can't, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's he, just, he like, was, he was de-glammed. He was de-glammed. Yeah, why? Uh, why? I, I don't get it. What was the point of that? I mean, again, like I said, Matt stepping into the role, obviously, you know what I'm saying? He he didn't start here. But I thought what they did, the story particular that they told, fit that character. I mean, would I have loved to have seen Johnny Depp do that? Absolutely. But having Mads in that role, I thought he, I thought he killed it. I, I really did. I like the character I and I like the way they went with it. You're right about the look. I, I will say like the look wasn't. Johnny Depp was way more menacing than, I mean, he was. <laughs> menacing looking, but menacing in character. I don't think so. I think Mads was definitely more I menacing in so. character. I mean, dude, did you see that scene when where he freaking, the whole opening scene of the second movie? Yeah. Is it, yeah, is that anyone, was... I mean, he was, was terrifying in that. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't say terrifying. I feel like he was charismatic. 
You know what I'm saying? He was definitely charismatic. He was definitely. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's supposed to be this public speaker. He's supposed to be this. I mean, th this guy just really didn't seem to me like he was commanding of any crowd that much. Like, I mean, there were moments, but like, that's just how it's written. I don't feel like when he said it, he executed it well. Like, I just, I, I would have gone Johnny Depp this whole route. Yeah, no. You know what's funny is we've always spent almost a waste of this entire recording just talking about Johnny Depp and Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> I mean, it's a valid, valid point. I mean, it, it is. You know what I'm saying? Johnny was attached to this character for two movies, almost what five years or something, playing this role, and and you know, and then we get the last minute switcheroo, which is which is jarring. I'm not gonna lie, it is jarring, but it's not the first time an actor has been replaced in a movie. Obviously, um, I I we're gonna move on but like i said i i was solid on mads i thought he did a, a good job yeah. any other <laughs> points from the movie that you're gonna make i yeah i got one um overall i th i guess we haven't even talked about like our like our thoughts of the film because we've mainly only yeah. talked about the recast um i really enjoyed this film i don't know man i, I I think I guess just coming out of how bad Crimes of Grindelwald was, mm. I feel like they stepped up a bit, yeah. and I feel like I'm gonna get. I, I feel like I, I feel like there are people who, like who think I mean who think otherwise because there are people. Like, I, I'm not throwing shade at you, Zach. There are people who like hardcore love Crimes of Grindelwald, and I don't know why. I don't. Okay, I don't hardcore love. <laughs> I, I, that's okay. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not throwing shade at you. Trait. It was. Uh, it was my favorite out of the three. Am I like gonna sit here and and die on a hill for it? No. That's why I'm, I'm not, not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not throwing shade yeah. at you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a diehard fan of that movie. I could, you know, honestly, if here's the thing, if Fantastic Beasts, if they just stopped with Harry Potter, been perfectly fine. Not gonna lie. Some people don't like that. You know what? It's okay. You have an opinion. I have an opinion. It's all right. I think they should have stopped with Harry Potter. I, this this it it gets fun for a little bit, and then it's. it's I like, will say this. Um, I I ultimately left the Harry Potter franchise very underwhelmed. Fantastic Beast has done more for me to interest me in the Wizarding world than Harry Potter. Like like mm -hmm. not again. This is just me. This is just me. But like. I'm way more interested in the other wizarding schools now because of Fantastic Beasts, way more interested in other stories and characters within this world because of Fantastic Beasts. Like it just, it really, like, you and I think it's- the Phoenix? Right. Did you just you miss Order of the Phoenix? Movie? Yeah, sorry. Or, you know <laughs> what? Yeah, sorry. Order of the Phoenix. Guys. Just, I'm so tired this morning. No, it, it's Order of the Phoenix. Um, of course, I did. That had no interest in you whatsoever on the other wizarding schools or mm, anything. Not really. I mean, Goblet of Fire did because they had that tournament with the other wizarding oh, yeah, schools. Goblet of Fire too. Yeah. So, like that again. Like when they open the world up outside of Harry Potter and outside of Hogwarts, I'm like, oh, okay. There's more here. I really want to explore that. 
they're and, not in Hogwarts all the time in the Harry. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah but big, the the center. world is the world is so centered around Harry as a character, and I'm like, he's not that. I wonder why the character. the, the <laughs> movie is literally named Harry. I get it. I get that. Wizard. I, I get that. He's just not interesting as a character. So so it was so boring. Much much of the movies were so boring. Whereas Newt is a very interesting character, much more proactive as a as a protagonist and has more stories like more interesting stories the the beasts themselves are just more interesting than anything that i saw in harry potter so like again i'm just saying this is me and and i think it may have to do with the fact that i didn't read the books didn't watch the movies when they first originally came out so i don't have a deep sense of attachment to them listen whereas the fantastic beast franchise are 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 much newer and and i kind of caught them not too far behind they they appealed more to me than than, than all right do you Listen. guys want to actually talk about the story here yeah <laughs> we, probably, about we probably should a great idea yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so. so actually i missed i missed part of this i was really upset um i was rushing and rushing and rushing and did not get there in time um, I got into the part where they're sitting down at the table, um, and it's Grindelwald and it's Dumbledore, and they're talking, and I'm so confused as to what the hell is going on. I mean, that was literally the opening of the film. Yeah, you didn't miss much. It was so confusing because then right after that they go to Newt, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> How much did I miss? Because the way that they cut into that scene. Is like it's like oh we should know what Newt's doing. I I'm glad they didn't explain what Newt was doing because that I mean that I guess that little animal thing was the MacGuffin of the film. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I actually like I, mean, I I love that point because like the thing that I really liked about the Fantastic Beast movies is they seem like they're sort of sprawling around in their story. But then at the end, it all sort of comes together. And I really love that that ex, that way that they did it in this one in particular, where we go to Newt and he's, you know, helping this Chilean give birth. And like, you know, it just seems like a random thing. And then he gets attacked by um, uh, Credence. And it's like, why? Like, this, this seems like so random. Why are they doing this? But you realize it's because eventually that chilling's gonna come into play later but yeah i i, I dug it <laughs> i mean yes but they could have explained why the hell he was going there in the first place he's a he's a zoologist man he you know takes care i mean yeah but i don't know i don't i didn't we're, I, I just don't think we're gonna agree on any of this guys but <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like that. I don't know at all what's happening. It's just open to bam, we're we're here, and I don't I don't like that. So okay, Zach, and then like right. the Empire Strikes Back. Oh dear God! And it pans oh, down okay. to Luke on Hoth. He's just running in the middle of the snow. Be here forever. We're just <laughs> do they do they need to explain? Oh, I am going to run out to the middle of snow to go look for. Uh, Wait, why'd you do an Arnold accent? <laughs> because because Arnold in his films likes to 
portray what he's doing by voice. Like I, in Jing- I know I'm getting off a tangent, but like in Jingle All the Way, when he runs into the gym in the beginning, he's like, I didn't make it. Well, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. <laughs> I got lost for a second there. Like, you guys going- like the fact that uh, what's her name was not in this movie too? Is, is that something you guys like too? The fact- Tina? Tina, yeah. Uh. I mean, yeah, it was weird because, like, she was uh, such a yeah. No kidding, it yeah. was weird. <laughs> she was such and they a... Had a school teacher. Where are you guys getting? Where this is a great movie? I don't. I'm. I'm just trying to rack my brain as see, to what you guys see, think. Where this came from? See, I, a school I've, teacher that we've she, never seen. Actually, we did see war. her. We did oh. see her. She was in. She was in Crimes of Grindelwald. She was literally. In the movie you claimed to love, for, but she was not a main character. In no, the she was she she randomly popped up, but we knew her. You know what I'm saying? And then she comes and she's a more central figure in this. And movie. now all of a sudden, she's this huge deal. In this she was movie. a beast. <laughs> she was beast for real. Like, I I really love that character. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Y'all, you, y'all threw me completely off. Going back to the opening scene between Grindelwald and and Dumbledore, um, you know they were basically because they are or were lovers. That that scene is basically them trying to reconcile their differences of of approach, right? And and Dumbledore trying to explain to to Grindelwald exactly why his his path is you know, not the best way to go. Obviously it doesn't work, you know what I'm saying? And, and then we get a, a glimpse of what the blood curse uh, basically does and how, how it restricts them. So I, I, I get that opening scene. It, it really is a way to just tie in what happened at the end of the last movie to this movie. So like, I, that's, what I, that's what I think that scene was used for is basically to show us where we were at. I, I agree with Phoenix here. Like, 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 yeah, they, they didn't need to be like, oh, yeah, here's exactly what's happening. They just jump right into talking about what happens at the end of the film of just, yeah. yeah. Figuring out that they have that um, blood tie. But yeah, it, it's, I, I, I thought this film, as far as exposition goes and pacing, I think the pacing was fine. Um, so good. All right. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about like the main things that happened in this film. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm so glad they gave Jacob a wand. Yeah, <laughs> he, I love, I, I, I love like, I love his char- I not character arc, but I love how he his connection his with character arc. Oh, listen, Is that what you just said? I just said not his character arc. Oh, thank God. I was about to lose it. <laughs> I can't with Zach today. Listen, no. He no, his character arc, but his, his most kid. pointless character. I, I don't like him in... What are you... I don't what? like Jake. Oh, no, my God. Dude, this story doesn't even work without Jake. Are you serious? Zach hates fun. <laughs> he's, he's a human... No, no, no. He's a human being mm-hmm. he's right there are a dime a dozen of us he keeps ending up in these damn movies i'm getting sick of it 
Oh my God! You're right, Jacob. You are just the average Zach, Joe. Zach, no, no, no. You, you realize we're recording this, right? I mean, yeah, we're recording. It's okay. People can hate this opinion. It's fine. You know. Listen, I'm okay with him in like the first two movies. Yeah, okay, but he's in the. He's now he's in the third one, and now I mean, he's getting a wand. Are you serious? Why? <laughs> It because Dumbledore right. gave it to him. Because Dumbledore got it. Okay. Right. <laughs> because Dumbledore. All right. You know, you know that the person who's in the name of the film. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but you know whose name isn't Jacob. <laughs> Jacob's name is not in the film. Neither is his commander. Oh my god. Oh goodness. Okay, I can't. I can't. Brandon, you were saying. I don't even know where. Okay, no, uh, his his chemistry with Dumbledore. Um, I really liked how just overall he just he found, I guess he this time time he was like, oh, I'm seen as a joke to people. Like that's just how I am. That's just who I am. That's just the person I am. And then Dumbledore's like, no, you, no, you're not. And he just he he. I love I love just how how he lifted him up like that. It's just like. Mm-hmm. And he's asked, like, when he was like, can I keep this wand? He's like, I want to think of a better person to keep it. See, okay. When, remember when I said earlier that the Fantastic Beasts movies made me more interested in this world, right? Uh, and I think it's the first one. I'm not sure. Um, Queenie mentions an, another wizarding school. And I was, like, so interested in that school that I looked it up. And it turns out that the school is founded by a, a wizard who married a nomash. Like, and that's their school, the one that she, she, you know, talks about. That's their school. So now I'm thinking, now that we have Queenie and Jacob, maybe we get to see more of that world, the world of that school in future films. Because, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it, it's all connected. I love it. I think they have a great story. The story between Queenie and Jacob. I love their love story. I will say, Zach, I really did like Jake's uh, arc, character arc in this story. Um, I thought, you know what I'm saying, for someone who had been devastated at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald and to come into this movie to get, you know, some sort of redemption fix his 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 life and in his his relationship i I loved it man and and i loved his relationship with queenie i love that he never stopped loving her and he fought for her and you know what i'm saying and that's yeah i i I just dug i dug a lot of things in this movie man (laughs) jacob being one of them i think he's a great character and i i really don't think these stories would be half as interesting without him I agree. <laughs> Zach's gonna disagree here, but I agree here. Zach looks so confused. <laughs> like, what? What are there you confused? Are so about? many. Okay, there are so many routes we could have gone in this movie. He did not need to redeem himself in this. Of I mean, he just he did. no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. I would rather see a more powerful wizard take up his place. I mean, what would that have done, though? Like, how would we have resolved the relationship between him and Queenie without him? You know, personally, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. 
She can come find him after the movie and then be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, wait, wait, but wait, what, Tina's not in this movie, but he's in this movie? Are you kidding me? Wait, Tina's at the end. Tina's yeah, Tina made it in the end. She's. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, no. wait, who? I'm sorry. Yeah, she did, but she's not a main character in this Oh, movie. Tina. Oh. So, she didn't need to be. <laughs> listen, listen. Some time had passed after Crimes of Grindelwald. No, no, no. She no. got reinstated as an aura, and she was like a, like, like a head aura or something. <laughs> she didn't need to be, but Jacob did. Yes. <laughs> Guys, it's been nice to see our film go. Oh, my God. Really Bye. <laughs> I just don't understand how you're not getting this. Like, like yes. I think I think Tina's Tina and Newt's relationship was a very strong focal point in the first two films, and oh, and we're just gonna throw that because no, 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 no. no. I, I, I too would have loved to have seen more of that relationship in this film, one hundred percent. So we get Jacob, the human, instead of right, right. But here, here, let me explain. Let me explain. Here's the thing. Did we need it? Yeah. You know what did, I'm saying? did we like, need Jacob? We absolutely no, needed no, Jacob. Really. We absolutely did. Like, Where are these opinions coming from? <laughs> Where? We agree on so much normally, guys. I don't understand what's happening right now. I don't. We didn't see the same movie. I want to go back and rewatch <laughs> and have a long, long thought process about what's going on in this movie. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys need an intervention. I mean, it's, it's, gotten, it's, gotten, it's gotten bad. I mean, I, I don't know where you're at, man. I'm sorry. Like, where's, like, where's Nathan at? Can we bring him back on the quick? <laughs> Nathan! <laughs> oh, oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like I'm trying to get through this with you guys, but it's just like one terrible opinion. <laughs> and I don't it's just know like, where is this coming from? Like, okay, what? let me explain. Let me explain. So at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald, right? We are, we have pretty much accepted the fact that Tina and Newt are at least believe in a, in, in a possible relationship, right? Whereas Jacob and Queenie have had their magical relationship roughly ending you know what i'm saying so like i think to help you out zach i think we might not have jacob in the next movie i think that's very possible i think that relationship arc is over so if they might not be there happened, you know what should have happened here <laughs> he shouldn't have been in the movie at the end no they should have done what they did no they should have done what they did with tina at the end and brought him in and they made up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what they should have done. And Tina should have yeah. been here the whole time. Because here's why, okay. The whole uh, was the final scene where they where they have to grab all of the suitcases and stuff like that, and you know what I'm saying, and they all have different ones, and they're going yeah. to different places. You don't have Jake in that scene, like that, like the moment that Brandon is talking about where you know Dumbledore really uplifts him and, and, and talks him up is because of that scene, right? It's because of everything that they do in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the dinner scene where he tries to attack Grindelwald, like, you know what I'm saying? 
you don't have Jacob, those moments don't hit. You know what I'm saying? You don't really get the emotion in the movie, the heart of the movie. Well, Jacob is the heart of the movie. They didn't really hit for me at all. So uh, obviously, anyway, <laughs> next, next, we'll, we'll go on to. Uh, <laughs> I, I did like I did like the scene of Dumbledore trying to confuse Grindelwald because he had the other chilling. I thought that was really good. Um, like, don't get me wrong, I had fun in this movie. There's just so much I wish that they had done differently. Like, <laughs> yeah, like at least half the movie. <laughs> yeah, <I do. laughs> oh my god! Well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the part where they're confusing and getting a new case, uh, like all these cases to them and stuff, and I thought that was really great. I really liked the scene with his brother. Yeah. Where, yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, where his brother gets captured and you know all all. Oh yeah, with the what was it like a scorpion? Scorpion or something? thing. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. I like that. That's yeah. that's the thing I really liked about this movie, probably more than even the other two, was that it felt more like a straightforward adventure, um, throughout. Whereas like I felt like the other twos were like scattered adventures, and you know what I'm saying that each had their own story arc, and I wasn't I wasn't terribly, you know, moved by that. But this one sort of followed <clears throat> that everything is to 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 get to the ultimate goal, which is stop Grindelwald from you know getting elected and and taking over the Muggle world, right? Mm -hmm. That was the ultimate goal, and so everything sort of moved in that direction, which I really liked. So that was that was probably the thing that I liked the most about this film. Yeah. Um... I think the yeah, I think the thing I liked most of this film was just we we know how corrupted Grindelwald was. Nobody else did. Right, right. I mean, I mean, other than our main characters, everyone's like, oh yeah, let's just put Grindelwald straight into the head of the freaking Ministry of Magic. Cause you know, people are stupid. <laughs> Well, I do like what the guy said. I guess he was the German uh, minister of magic. Oh, when he when he exonerated him? Uh, not not when he exonerated him, but when he was challenging, he said, "Look, we have to let the people vote. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have to give them their voice because that's what this is what they want. If we don't, if we deny them their voice, then there will be challenge. There will be violence. So, <clears throat> and he believed that Grindelwald oh. couldn't win, which I think is." you know, sort of a meta commentary on our recent political uh, expenditures. But yeah, like I loved, I love that that concept was, you know, let the people decide and, you know, they will obviously go the, the, the right way, which we all know is not true <laughs> in both the, the wizarding and the muzzle world, the muggle world, sorry. <laughs> Like, okay. Um, <laughs> we could have gone so many routes with the country he's in, where this election's taking place. There's so many, so many options of countries we could have gone with. Just had to go with Germany again. Why not? Why not? We hate Germany, apparently. I mean, every time that there's an issue, it's Germany, Germany, Germany. 
I mean, can we just stop with the every time Germany's bad? Maybe. Like, it, I, it's I mean, either going to be Germany or Russia. Like, I mean, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you've gone, like, you know, maybe something a little more interesting, like Scotland, you know, that would have been great. You know, I, I just, why are we, it's just, yeah, you know, oh, keep, your, keep your enemies close. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why they went that route anyways but um no i mean the things i liked about this movie to be honest i liked a lot of the battle scenes they had i loved the scene where uh dumbledore and um oh my goodness i'm drawing a blank credence are are fighting mm. i love when dumbledore and credence are fighting and i thought that was a really great moment and he goes to explain what happens. Actually, you know, we haven't even talked about the secret of Dumbledore yet. Right, um, right. Turns out he that, had several. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he always has several, but uh, the fact that Credence is his brother's son, mm. I mean, you know, that was, uh, yeah. I, I really love the scene where he's battling with Credence and, you know, he only used like, like a drop of water to like, what you know do what he did to him so I, I love how he just basically put him in a mirror dimension while they were fighting yeah yeah like honestly yeah I, the battle scenes were really really good like i think all of them were really good oh uh, the battle scenes were phenomenal to be honest yeah yeah uh yeah the one between dumbledore and credence i thought was really good and sp- speaking of credence um he plays such a big role in the first film and kind of a big role in the second. He feels kind of demoted in this one. Like, and you know what I'm saying? And, and they make mention that he's not, you know, he's, he's probably about to die. But it, 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 I wonder if there was any reason why his role was, was sort of diminished in this I movie. mean, I actually kind of, well, because here's the thing, right? The whole point of even getting to Credence was so... Grindelwald can take control of him, mm-hmm. right? So, like, yeah, I kind of do like the fact that it's like, well, now Grindelwald has him. Now, I mean, you know, he's just another pawn, which is like, you know, and the only reason Grindelwald even cares about is he thinks he's powerful enough to defeat Dumbledore. So, I wish we would have seen a little bit more of his power. I think in this, mm-hmm. like, just so I mean, we sure did in that scene when he basically throws him in a mirror dimension and you know, where he's just going crazy. But, like, I just wish we could have seen a little more of that. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, my question with my, – my question is, is are they going to write him out of the sequels or is he even yeah. part of the se- – because, yeah, like, I mean, especially with everything that's been going on with Ezra Miller lately. Yeah. I, I think he's pretty much done. I mean, I, I would say that either – he's the character is not going to be in the next two movies or it's another recast like basically like the, recast yeah. him as barry keegan that, he looks weird. just like ezra miller i love barry keegan i would love to see that recast but even if it's not i'm okay with them just getting rid of the character at this point yeah, Honestly, I, feel yeah like, I, mean, I feel like he's run its core he's run its core his course yeah, because like definitely like because like like Phoenix just said like 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 you also just he, he's a throwaway character now, like mm-hmm. he he got what he needed. If you want to put him in the sequel, great, give him some screen time. Do have him do something. If not, just 
Bye. Yeah, yeah, same with Jacob. Just just like just like Tina. <laughs> oh, this film. No, not just like Tina. <laughs> but see, again, like like to that point though, I do think Tina will be a more prominent figure in the next film because that arc isn't solved. You know what I'm saying? We haven't resolved it. Will they eventually, you know, make it official or or anything like that? So We'll we'll see more of Tina, but she had to take a background in this one because we had to solve Jacob Jacob and Queenie, man. We had to. It was it was it was imper it was imperative that we solve that. <laughs> uh, you know what I think is funny is like you have this Dumbledore who's just all like humble and nice and like nice to everybody. Seventy years later, he's he's raising up Harry Potter as a pick for slaughtered. He <laughs> killed by Voldemort. Ugh. I, I just think it's so funny like, just like thinking about how Dumbledore becomes a, just like this cranky old man even though he's trying to stay face he has like like secret plans in place to kill children yeah I think that's why he didn't accept the Chilean's offer <laughs> at the end how do you guys feel as uh, about how Jude Law did as Dumbledore I actually liked him I liked him as Dumbledore yeah, I liked him. It was it. It's interesting because I'm like thinking of the mannerisms of you know uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the Michael one who, Gambon. Gambon is that the one that took over after? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, thinking of the mannerisms of him, I'm not sure he like you know felt. I guess he didn't feel it necessary to sort of fit into that mold. But yeah, it was like it was it, you felt like Jude Law played his own version of Dumbledore, I should say, not really like the one that we've already had established. See, I mean, you, what I like is like since you're so far in the past, you don't have to worry about him trying to mimic the character he is in the Harry Potter films because right. like people change over time. Right. As a, as a Dumbledore character, he did great, but he got to put his own spin on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he just felt very, very uniquely his own. No mm-hmm. more. Can I just say one thing about these characters, though? For God's sake, I wish they would do a costume change. It just seems like the whole time they're wearing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not kidding. Like, and I think it's, like, I, I, I feel as though, like, it's maybe targeted towards kids remembering, oh, this is that kid. But, like, I don't want to see Dumbledore in a vest the whole time. I'd like to see it change up a little bit. It looks like he, and for the most part, it looks like he's wearing the same vest the entire time. Like, what would you rather him wear? I'm just saying something more wizard, you know, wizard, you know, like or something, man. Like, Ezra's costume is cool, you know. I feel like, yeah. Honestly, I kind of agree with Zach here. Like, when it comes to costuming, I don't feel like there was a lot of strong emphasis on, on, on building a character out of the costumes you know what i'm saying like i feel like newt newt is pretty much solid as long as he's got his bow tie and his suitcase you know it's you know that's newt right Um, but yeah everyone else was sort of just kind of plainly thrown together like there wasn't anything unique i mean yeah there wasn't anything unique to their to their costume uh choices that, that brung out their character so i get i get what zach is talking about yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, no, I mean, overall, I, I really, I, 
like I had fun in the film. It's just I wish that they had done a lot of things differently with it. Um, which is a little disappointing. I mean, it's still a fun film. It's a good film, but it's like it just there's certain things that they I felt like they could have done or route different routes they could have gone and it just didn't make it a great film for me. All right. Well, let's do it. Uh Brandon, what is your final rating for Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore? I gave it I ended up giving it a four star um when I finished watching it. I think I'm going to keep it there. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, overall, I feel like this was the best of the three um, Fantastic Beasts films. My, um, I guess my ranking would be three, one, two. Um, I say I'm a lot. Um, <laughs> three, one, two. This being at the top, I think I gave the first one three and a half. And then I gave the second one two and a half. So yeah, no, this one ended up being a four, and I think it deserves to be a four. Yeah, that's me. Zach, where are you at, man? Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna give it the proper rating here. So <laughs> I have to go with three stars. Like I said, it's a good movie. It was a great movie. Not really. Um, not even the second one, which is my favorite album. I don't feel like was a great movie. I don't think the first one was a great movie. I think they're fun movies. I think they're good movies to watch. Do I think that they're great movies? Not really. Like I said, I wish we would have stopped with Harry Potter. So, well, <laughs> uh, me personally, as a big fan of the Fantastic Beast series, uh, this was my favorite of the three. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm really, really pushing for more. I hope they do all five. I hope they continue. Like this has, this has made me want more wizarding world movies period like i want them to continue this whole story for years to come because i really really enjoy what we're getting now from the wizarding world so um for me i'm right there with brandon this is a four-star movie for me as well uh this is that person like i said i think we have the same ranking which is three one two um yeah I love this film. It's it's among the top of, of the Wizarding World films, in my opinion. So that's where I'm at. So four stars for me, four stars for Brandon, three stars for Zach. We'll, you know, <laughs> we're going to get Zach some help, man. We're <laughs> going to have to figure out what's going on with Zach. <laughs> but that's it's called our... common sense is what my therapist told me. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. Brandon, what has been good for you this week? Brandon, kick us off. He's like, I need to pull up the, the full title of it. Okay, so I watched last night for the first time ever, Miami. We were, I was, um, trying to just figure out what to watch. My dad was like, you ever seen a movie called Naked Gun? Uh, it's called The Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad. This movie was freaking hilarious, man. Yes. Um, I, 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 I knew it was going to be an instant, like, banger when I saw the opening. It was just so funny. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Leslie Nielsen did a great job 
Yeah. I've seen him in just so many different comedy movies, and this movie was just so funny. Like, I feel like if you've ever seen like the scary movie franchise or like any new parody films nowadays, they all got their inspiration from this film. And it was just so funny. So I definitely recommend checking that out. <laughs> all right, Zach, what do you got? Yeah, so um, I'm actually going to go with Office Space. Um, it's a classic, and um, I've watched it probably a couple of years ago. I rewatched it recently, um, and yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great movie. There's so many memes we get from that movie, and people don't even realize it. Um, I, and I know a lot of people who have heard of it, but not a lot of people who've seen it. So I'm going to say Office Space. Um, it's a great movie. It's directed by Mike Judge. It's really great. It's actually based in Atlanta, um, funny enough. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really great movie, and I think you should check it out if you haven't seen it. All right. So, uh, for me, <laughs> this is going to be a random one. Um, I recently watched a movie on Disney+, Plus, one of their uh, original films called Better Nate Than Ever. Uh, it's the story of a kid named Nate, obviously. Uh, dreams of being a Broadway star. So, you know, me me and my love you, of musicals had to check it out. Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> had to check it out. Um, what I found interesting was how incredibly funny it was. Like, it was surprisingly funny. Um, so, like, that, that really kind of threw me for a loop for a, a, a Disney Plus musical. But... Yeah, it was it was shockingly hilarious. And I watched it at work, which was fun trying to, you know, laugh when people are like, what the hell's what is he laughing about? But yeah, that was me. So <laughs> um better Nate than ever. It's on Disney Plus. I I recommend checking it out if for no other reason just for the comedy, because I think the comedy was great. So you have Better Nate Than Ever, Office Space, and Naked Gun. I mean, you cannot go wrong. <laughs> checking out these recommendations, um, you will laugh your head off. I, I, I want to see the person who watches all three of these in a row and just is like, yeah, those film code guys, man, they're, they're, they make good recommendations. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's move on. It is time for film code. Zach, it was your code word this week. Remind everyone what your code word was and all of your clues, please. Yes, of course. So my code word is spy, and my clue were, clues are the lead actor has done a movie, also the famous Disney child star. This movie uh, that we're talking about for the code word is was released in the 90s, and the lead actress has also been in a movie with Jim Carrey. All right, Brandon, you are I'm going to have to take the L on this one because I've scoured the entire internet and found nothing. <laughs> I looked for every little nook and cranny for the clues you gave, and I just, I found nothing. <laughs> this is this is how remote, like, because you were telling us a couple weeks ago how you were going to make this, like, just the hardest one to guess because it's just, like, so uh, such a little-known film. 
And I, I shit you not, this was such a remote film to try and find. Yeah. Uh, I did my best. <laughs> so uh, you said it was in the 90s. I got a film from 94. Uh, you said your lead actress uh, started a movie alongside Jim Carrey. I got Laura Lenny, who was in The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Uh, you said your lead actor has starred along a former uh, Disney uh, child star. Uh, Steve Martin was in Cheaper by the Dozen with Hilary Duff, who was a, you know, former child star. Um, so the movie I got, you know, this was probably the most remote movie I could find. I'm not sure. I meant to watch it, but I didn't get around to it. Um, so it stars Steve Martin. Laura Linney, Catherine O'Hara, Gabriel Byrne. It's called A Simple Twist of Fate. Uh, yeah, very low budget movie. Uh, literally has a 2.9 on Letterboxd. Uh, it might be great. I have no idea. I will have to check it out. But that is my guess for the code word. Everything sort of matched up. So, and you so. would still be incorrect. <laughs> The movie is actually called Undercover Blues. The lead actor is Dennis Quaid, and the lead actress is Kathleen Turner. Oh. Uh, yep, Dennis Quaid was in The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Of course. Um, the movie itself was released in 1993, and Kathleen Turner was actually in Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey. So, wow. yeah, the movie is Undercover Blues. And you guys, of course, the rules are that you watch it if you lose. However, if you find this movie, let me know because I love this movie, but you cannot find it anywhere. So the only copy I've ever watched was my grandmother's, uh, I don't even know if it was a D yeah, no, it's a DVD. It's an old DVD, very old DVD she had. She's a 10-minute drive away from you guys, right? <laughs> you borrow it. Oh, uh, no, I don't know what happened to it. That's the thing. Uh, oh wow uh, yeah and if you look on letterbox it actually has it has a low rating but it also doesn't have that many reviews either if you actually look at it so yeah it was uh it was a great movie i think in the 90s um yeah i mean there's their star ratings are not even in the thousands they're in hundreds on this movie on the i mean it's, I actually it, remember hearing about this movie and never saw it. But yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out because I love both Dennis Quaid and Kathleen Turner. They're great actors. And I think it's a comedy. Great. It's a spy movie. It's great. There are so many lines I can quote from this movie. Yeah, I, I loved this, it. This was a good this was a good hard one. But I, I at least we came across a movie that I really enjoy. It's only 90 minutes long. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Because it looks funny. It, it's in Prime Video's database, but this video is currently unavailable to watch in your location. Well, looks like I'm scouring my different VPN locations. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll be my code word next week, and I am happy to announce that I already have it. So, yay. <laughs> you guys can get the searching already. So, your code word is young. All right. Your film takes place between 95 and 2000. It stars an actress from Star Wars. 
current, a current actress, sorry, a stars a current actress from Star Wars. And the writer of this film directed a film in 2019 that stars an Oscar winner. When you say current, yes. what do you mean by current? What project is running right now? I would say they are an actress from the Disney era. So movies? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So there you have it. Code Word Young, 95 to 2000, stars a current Star Wars actress of the Disney era. Writer directed a film in 2019 that stars an Oscar winner. All right. Best of luck to you guys. I hope you hope you figure this one out. We've we've been kind of shaky this year <laughs> on, on code words. Um, but we're 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 pulling through. Uh we did add stump points, so Zach got a stump point for stumping us both this week. So moving on up there, Zach. Um, I'm in the lead. I'm I'm killing you guys. <laughs> so hopefully one of you guys will get this one next week. Best of luck to you both. We are gonna uh get on the body here, guys. Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Letterboxd. Check out what I'm watching. I haven't been able to really log or watch much. Um, there's just been life stuff going on, a lot of learning, a lot of um, fi uh, final exam prepping. It's crazy. The, the end of my spring semester is a couple weeks, so I am just hitting the books hard. Nice. Trying to cram everything that I can. Not, I mean, because I'm doing good. But I've been trying to cram everything in so I don't fail these finals. So yeah, <laughs> go check me out over there. And uh, thank you guys again for listening. All right. And Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? You guys can find me with reasonable opinions at on Twitter, <laughs> at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S. N is in Nancy, E-A-T-H. And you can also find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right, and you guys can find me at IMHOReviews1. That's the letter, that's the number one on Twitter. <laughs> and at PA Clouded on Letterboxd. We will, and as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCodePod. And we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>